This episode is brought to you by freedadcourse.com. You are always one conversation away from changing your life, and the power of hello is something that I subscribe to every single day, and I'm always saying hello to new people everywhere I go. Increasing your opportunity, increasing your connection, and getting access to the solutions to the problems that you are facing, whether you're on active duty or just beginning your veteran transition or even transitioning out for 20 years. On the other side of hello are the solutions that you're looking for. Again, head on over to freedadcourse.com. Get your five-episode audio course to create more connection, create more friendships, and get back to living the life that you're trying to design. Dory 1, this is Fire Team Delta. Dad's coming home. Welcome to the Military Veteran Dad Podcast, where it is our mission to bring every dad home. I am your host, Ben Colloy. I'm a United States Marine veteran, husband, and a father. We will bring authentic conversations to inspire action in your life so we can close the gap between the dad you are today and the dad you want to be tomorrow. This is the Military Veteran Dad Podcast. Welcome back to Military Veteran Dad. As always, your official welcome to the weekend. This is Fatherhood Friday. And I am your host, Ben Cloy. And if this is your first time here on Military Veteran Dad, welcome to the podcast. It humbles me and honors me that you would give this podcast some of your time, which I know as a military dad or a veteran is super, super busy and valuable. And today, I want to bring a lesson to non-commissioned officers who lead junior enlisted. I want to point out an example that I think plays out in your work life that maybe applies at home. So I'm going to talk to a, a scenario that when I remember when I was an NCO way back, we're going in a big time machine way back to 2007. A common thing that I would run into was you would have these junior enlisted and you would try to get them to do something. And while you are higher ranking, that doesn't always move the needle. You're always, you still run into those people that in their mind, they're saying no, they give you attitude, they give you that look, they roll your eyes, and it's annoying. It's frustrating. And it creates this resentment sometimes towards them because you're like, just do what I said. Don't give me attitude. Like those are common things that you say sometimes out loud, sometimes in your head. And maybe you've gone through and talked to other NCOs who struggle with the same thing and it's just, it just doesn't really end. It's just this vicious cycle of you tell people to do things and just because you're in the military doesn't mean they do it. And so what I want to share with you today is a method that I remember using, and it's also a method now I use as a parent. Because when you're trying to get someone to do something, part of getting them to do something is you first have to know them. People don't like just being pushed. In business, people don't like being told they have to change to do something different. It's the same psychological process that happens in the military. That when we tell someone to do something, they're more likely to do it if we actually know them as a person. Like, have we slowed down to actually know them? Now, I understand in the battlefield, there is no room for a yes or a no. It has to be a yes. But something psychologically happens in the rear where they do say, you know what, I'm not going to say yes. I'm going to be a pain in the butt to him or risk maybe getting a NJP as it is in the Marine Corps. Those things go through people's heads. So how do we how do we get this person that we're leading at work to do what we want? What I found the most effective was 
to help them be heard, to help them be seen, and help them be understood. Because most times when that friction comes into a leadership scenario, it's coming from a place where they just feel like nobody gets them. And when someone tries to push them, they're resistant to that because they still feel like nobody gets them. And it's that resistance that creates the the pressure backwards against you. And they don't want to do what you want to do. And they give you attitude. And it just becomes this cycle that repeats probably every day. And you don't want to go to work because you're going to have to face this junior enlisted person that isn't listening. And it's just this vicious cycle. And then maybe it goes to the point where his career gets burned down because he wasn't able to listen when the only thing he really wanted was just to be seen, heard, and understood. Now, how does that apply in parenting? Well, I don't know about your kids, but my kids give me no's all the time. You tell them to do something, it's time to take a shower. No. It's time to go to bed. No. It's time to come in from playing. No. All of those cases are super frustrating. And in a lot of ways, they're very similar to the free will that people still have in the military. Even while they're wearing the uniform, they still have free will. They're a little bit more conditioned to accept what comes at them. But kids, they are just establishing their free will. And they're going to establish a boundary where they think they don't need you. Now, we all know that as parents, they do need us. They just don't want to admit that because that would be something in their head they're not willing to say. But what I've done in my parenting is I always try to help them be seen, understood, and heard. Because when a kid feels seen, heard, and understood, they no longer feel like they have to push back. There's no longer that feeling of rebellion. Because a lot of times, like for example, coming in from outside, if you really truly don't understand, like why does your son get frustrated when he has to come inside? Now you can assume, and you probably are a lot right, but if you haven't given him a chance to express truly why he feels what he feels, They're going to push back because they just feel this person coming into their life and continuing them to tell something to do without ever giving them the chance to hear their side of the story. And as adults, we wouldn't want that for our kids. We wouldn't want our kids to grow into adults and not get a fair say in what they get to do. If someone tells them something to do, we want them to be able to have the courage and speak up and talk back, not in a negative way, but in a way that encourages like, this is why I'm not going to do it. And this is why I think there's a better way. That conversation can happen at work a lot in the business world. And so what I want you to think as you go into the weekend, find opportunities where your kid's being resistant and ask, do I really understand his motives in this moment? Do I really truly, have I given him the opportunity to just speak his emotions? And maybe they're frustrated. Maybe they're angry. Maybe they're, daddy, I hate you. Because I get those as well. But it's not about reacting to those. It's not about bringing judgment. It's just about hearing. Because for a child to be seen, heard, and understood, they need to be able to express their emotions. They need to be able to express them in a way that feels safe, where you don't react or bring this energy of anger back towards it. And just being able to know that you sat down, spent five minutes hearing their side of the story, helps them be seen. Those three things will lead to dividends. Now, this isn't just a magic pill that you do and it's just gonna instantly revolutionize. There may be a few cases where that happens and the younger they are, they're probably more likely it could be a pill type scenario where, man, they're just completely different. 
But this is something that's going to take reps. This is just like a bicep at the gym. This is just like doing pull-ups on your physical fitness test. You just don't wake up one day with the courage to do 10 pull-ups or 20. You have to put them in consistently at the gym. And when you do that and you train to get better, this process with your kids will get better as well. And maybe you've already mastered this at work because you were an NCO and you had to do this. You had to work through these problems with your junior enlisted. And maybe you've already got a strong muscle in this category of how to do this. The same thing can apply to fatherhood. And maybe you've just never connected that the same free will that a junior enlisted exhibits that makes them resistant to what you want them to do is very similar to the free will that your kids bring you. And a lot of the same tools can apply to that. And so with that, I will be back with you on Monday with an amazing episode by the one and only John Lee Dumas. I've been waiting for him to be on the podcast for a long time. He just launched his new book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success, and I knew it was the right time. And it is a short, quick episode, but it is a direct episode on a story from his life that helped propel him to the success that he has today. So make sure you check back on Monday for that episode because I know it won't disappoint. And a lot of the language that I use on this podcast comes from the story that he shares. And the first time I heard it, it sparked an entire new thread on this podcast. And you'll know exactly what I mean when the episode comes out. So go ahead and check it out on Monday and I'll be back with you. Have a great week and turn dad mode on, have some fun, go out there, do some adventure. 